The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to Brown Table Talk. I am DC Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engage. I'm a Wall Street alum, Pop WB CEO, and a LinkedIn top voice. I'm here with my co-host Mita. Hey there, Mita. I'm Mita Malik, a LinkedIn top voice, a business leader, a mom, and now an author. My new book, Reimagine Inclusion: Debunking 13 Myths to Transform Your Workplace, is now available for pre-order on Amazon. So please go ahead and get yourself a copy and check out the link in our show notes as well. And Mita and I, we started Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on hard truths women of color face in their workplaces. From my perspective as a Black woman and for Mita, her view as a South Asian woman, at our table, we unpack it all. We don't leave any juicy details out. And then we provide you with tips that you need not on how to survive, but how do you thrive in organizations wherever you are. So Mita, why don't you tell us what we're talking about today? Yes, Dee. Well, as you know, we're taking lots of questions and feedback from our amazing Roundtable Talk community. Thank you to everyone who's been listening and following us. So this is another audience member question. What to do when they tell you to be more likable? Dee and I are going to spill some tea, unpack this topic, and of course, leave you with some tips. But Dee, what I want to tell you is how the question actually came in from two women of color, unbeknownst to them. I don't think they know each other. Mm -hmm. And the question was how to make yourself more likable. And that just broke my heart. So Mm -hmm. I went ahead and changed how we would position today's episode because that just made me sad and actually brought me to some moments in my career where I felt that way. And so that actually, oof, I just read that and I was like, wow, it sat heavy with me. Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. And um, it it is unfortunate. And I think what's interesting is whether it is stated or shared um, or not, I think as women of color, I'll say as a black woman, you can, you know, we we feel we're feelers and our emotions work for us in a lot of ways to tell us that, you know, um, our manager, our colleagues, our coworkers, job, they don't like us here or I, I don't, I she doesn't like me, doesn't like me. And, um, and yeah. so it is unfortunate that we have to manage this likability factor. Whereas, you know, if, if you and I were men, right. If we were men, would we be talking about, yes. would, would that even be a thought? Number one, if we were, if we, if we were men, I don't, I love I don't that. think so. Yeah. Like and they're not talking about. This, yeah. Yeah. How does it show up? No, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I don't even know if, and listen to our men listening. Cause we know we have 
a lot of men who listen to the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. Reach out to us if that's feedback you've been given. It's just not our lived experience, so we wouldn't know. But I think that with likability, how does it show up? It shows up in the story, which I will share about, you need to smile more. You aren't participating in happy hours or events with the team. People have trouble getting along with you. You don't make small talk. You don't stay long enough after the team offsite. You know, all the different ways that that feedback shows up on likability. Mm-hmm. And again, it goes back to what you've said on this podcast, D. It's like facts versus feelings. The yeah. likability piece goes into the feelings. Where are the facts? What does it mean to be likable? Yeah. What does that even yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, likable. I, I, you know, it means... Or I will say what it implies and the undertones, not likable, meaning you're not assimilating. You're not assimilating. You're not like us. That's what it means. Or that's what it implies. Likeability implies, right? If you don't smile um, or whatever it is, it means you're doing something that is not like, it's othering. It's othering in a lot of ways. I think so much of this, we break down and we see it and can view it from a lot of different angles right? But this is, you're not assimilating here, um, right? That's what smiling and happy hour and getting along. Those are all of the things that um, that organization has deemed as the standard. This is the culture here. This is the, uh, how we do things here. How we do things is we smile or how we do things is we participate in happy hour and you need to do the same. And, you know, we get along here and you're not right? Without looking through a social cultural lens. So that likability, yeah, that's what that's about. The the assimilation, the othering. Yeah. Yeah. I had a boss, D, you'll remember this, a former manager who used to always say to me, I used to always think, please don't tell me to smile again. One more time, you're going to tell me. I would be in the hallway. I would be at my desk. I would be in a meeting. What's wrong? You're not smiling. What happened? Why aren't you smiling? What's happening? Why aren't you happy? And I was like, oh, do I have to be like the Joker from Batman and just constantly like have the smile pot? I mean, seriously, my cheeks would hurt. Yeah. I would just yeah. automatically like, you know, it's like I have to perform. The person walks in, I have to be smiling. Yes. Constantly. Yes. And it's like, mm-hmm. but I'm not, no, this is just my resting face. I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here mm-hmm. working. Yeah. Why do I always yeah. have to be like full of energy and smiling? And then honestly, it's gone the other way where mm-hmm. the business is in double-digit decline. And guess what? A true test of a leader is how you show up with optimism and positivity in really tough times. And then it goes the other way. Well, why, you're, you seem too happy. I am. I'm showing up positively for my team. This is going to be a mm-hmm. tough time for us to get through this. So it's like you can't win. Mm-hmm. Right. You smile. You smile right. too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is a, which it it implies. I need you to do something to make me feel comfortable, Ooh, or I need you yes. to do something to yes. make me feel better. So you're not smiling makes me uncomfortable. So I need you to smile, or you're smiling too much makes me uncomfortable. So it's it's you know darned if you do, darned if you don't. You know it's either too much or too little. And this is a story of women of color everywhere, all day, every day. Too much or too little. Um, Cause look, did you ask Bob to smile? Is tell Bob to smile. Is Bob smiling? Get his. Listen, Bob, if you're listening and someone told you to I'm smile, sorry. let us know. 
No, but, but seriously, yeah, I don't know. We need Bob and Johns to chime in. If Bob, Johns, John, and Jane, we need all of our WB friends. Can you just let us know? Because we're a community here. We believe you're here to do better, be better. We're all in this together. Can you help us out? Help a sister out. We need your feedback. Have you been told to smile? Have you been told my to friend, smile? I, I'm going to ask my friend. You know I have my whole community. I'm going to ask my guy, yeah. Dave. I'm going to ask Dave. I'm, I'm asking. I'm going to text right after this. I'm going to get on my phone. Start the text. I can't wait, wait, wait until we're done. I'm asking. I'm asking that question. Because it, yeah, it's so interesting. I can, and it's interesting. I think that sometimes the, the, the men that I've worked for in my career who've shown perhaps less emotion, haven't smiled, are just as respected and likable. Isn't yeah. that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Yep. And then I've had the other, you know, it's also when it goes to likability, back to the emotion piece, you know, the whole, a whole sort of, we could talk about for hours, emotion mm-hmm. and women crying in the office and how I was always told from an early mm-hmm. point in my career, never see anyone, never let anyone see you crying. And so I would, that's why mm-hmm. I, I spent half my career in the ladies room in the stall mm-hmm. hall. <laughs> when yeah. you're always like, I've heard that story before when you're in the ladies room, right? But Yep. I had, there was one leader I worked for, a white man, and he would, he would uh, use emotion very well, and, and he would cry mm-hmm. um, in, in moments where he was emotional, and people applauded him for that. Yeah. And I was like, uh, oh, I, I've uh, worked for women who, who have cried in, in similar situations and ways, and then they were deemed as sort of not respected, yeah. not liked, why is she crying? The double yeah. standard. Yeah. Yeah. But this likability is, you know, like how, if the question is, how do you get others to like you at work? Um, And perhaps the desire to get people to like you at work is because you want to do well, perform well and be rewarded it. But it, it's not the question, how do I get people to like me at work? The question that is really being placed in the atmosphere is how do I make other people feel comfortable? Like that's what likability is. It's, it's um, yeah, it's really, and I'm not saying that's right, but I'm saying what's behind that it likability. Is. It's the other, the, the comfort, the comfort uh, thing. So yeah, but uh, I you, will you say are spot that. on, spot on. Yeah. Go ahead, D. Go ahead. I would say this. I think if the goal is to, I always say, look, you don't have to like me, but you're going to respect me. Or, you know, if if we have to be in spaces that we have to be. Because at at this point, I really believe in making decisions to be spaces and places that are healthy and Mm -hmm. uh, healthy spaces. I really do. I know, you know, there's always a lot of controversy and pushback. Well, D, everybody can't leave their job. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can eventually. You may not be able to do it today, but eventually. Eventually, for your health and well-being, um, you you can. So, um, but I do believe in respecting people. I do believe. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to this in this way. 
I do believe all of us should be working on EQ, right? Our inter and our intrapersonal skills, how we manage ourselves and how we connect with other people. Now, if the dynamics outside of us managing that are more um, because we are in spaces that are not safe, then yeah, that likability thing, um, it comes down to, I think, the culture, right? What is the company doing for the Mm -hmm. culture? fix the people, not fix me. If I'm the black woman uh, at the company and and I'm getting the review or the feedback of, you know, nobody likes her or she's got to learn how to get along with people. No, I think that is then an indication of the culture or the lack thereof. So is this an inclusive culture welcoming of people from, uh, you know, various backgrounds or all backgrounds, allowing for people to be seen, heard, valued, and respected. That is an indication of the culture. And so there's a problem with the culture, not problem with me if, you know, the feedback is she doesn't get along with others. It's also um, an indication of the level of education and awareness about cultural differences, right? Because if if me just showing up stern face or with my resting face and I'm being judged for my right. resting face, then that's a problem of the organization and that's also a problem of the lead. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise. A promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. A promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. From the minds of visionaries to the desks of disruptors, I'm Lars Schmidt, host of the Redefining Work podcast. Join me each week as we explore the new world of work through the lens of those shaping it. CEOs, HR leaders, investors, and more. Be a part of the conversation that changes everything. Subscribe to Redefining Work today. Yours. What are you thinking? The play well, the doesn't get along well with others. I had somebody once write in my review, doesn't play well in the sandbox with others. I wish I had shared these reviews. I ripped a bunch of them up, but <laughs> I have flashbacks of the podcast. I was mad back in the day when they gave it in a folder. Let's play, collaborate more. We have an episode on that. Go back and listen to the collaborate more. But you cracked this for me because this is my therapy session live with DC Marshall. I <laughs> didn't realize, I just realized this right now. I have most of my career sacrificed my own comfort to be more likable. I've sacrificed my own comfort to be more likable so others felt comfortable. So what does that mean? The smiling, how I dress, how I look. Also, I used to work for um, a, a few moments in my career, European companies, and some parts of the world, we talked about this earlier, the doesn't like hugging as much as she prefers an elbow pump or the fist pump and not the handshake. Oh, the kissing on the cheeks gets to me. I'm not a kisser on the cheeks. What? Kissing on the cheeks in many parts of the world. That's something people do, right? You know this, right? Yes. Right. I mean, I accept that that's a cultural tradition. It's not my cultural tradition. It's not something I feel comfortable with if I don't know you well, but having 
very tall white men lean in and I don't, I can't go anywhere. I'm trapped. Kiss, kiss me, tap, tap, tap. And I'm like, I can't even reach out. But me said questions. Yes. In business, I know it's a cultural thing, but no, I, in but that carried into the, the workplace. But yeah. it's a it's it's a flag, though. Actually, it's inappropriate. That happened like, for years me. at this company, European, large oh. European company. Oh, you okay? Got it. Got it. European. Well, okay, okay. European headquarters, but a large multinational. And I was always like, "How do I sit?" Because now I'm going to be seemed as difficult or less likable if I don't want to do the kiss on the cheek or I don't want to receive it. And let me tell you, when someone who's six two is coming down for the kiss, and you're five one and a half, you can't. <laughs> you, you mean to tell me you couldn't dodge? Oh, you couldn't dodge. Me no, too. I tried no, to go under their armpit like Bob I'm like going like this. Yeah, <laughs> but that and that would deem me as unlikable. But I'm like, I don't. That's not. That doesn't make <sighs> me feel comfortable. But I'm telling you, D, you cracked it for me. I have sacrificed most of my career, my own comfort, to be likable and to be accepted and to assimilate. Wow. The trade-off and the currency, the currency of likability. You can buy likability. It's going to cost you your comfort. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't, don't even know. I, she's like, I don't know what to say. You need to go talk to your therapist. <laughs> you see, I just put my, my microphone on mute. Like, I don't know what else to say. It's, <laughs> But it is the things we train ourselves. I mean, I do enjoy smiling, but I do think naturally I was, I was told to smile more. So now I just smile all the time. Like I could be in a meeting where someone's giving me like the most ridiculous feedback and I'm smiling. Like I've been trained that way. I've been trained by the environment to be likable. I do think at this point in my career, you don't like me, fine. I'm not here to make yeah. friends. I'm here to do a job. It's about respect. Right. I mean, that's yeah. the point I am in my career now. Just like you said, it's about respect. We're here. Yeah. We're here. We're here to do a job. We're here to make impact. It's yeah. not about the yeah. likability. Yeah. Yeah. We've um, so we I mean, of course, we do this work. I have two two sort of hats that I wear here. One was my own experience in corporate and then now um, at Diverse and Engaged as a CEO, because we do this work inside of organizations. Um for all, but largely for women. And so we advise on the balance um, and to manage resting face, not for likability's sake, but for, this is more EQ. This is more leaning into mm-hmm. presence, right? An executive or professional presence. Um, but in my own experience, I have, um, I did an audition once and they said, remember to smile, remember to, to smile. And what I remembered way back then is my resting face was not, um, I did not smile or show teeth and it looked very stern and very hard. Now this is for an on-camera thing. So it, this is really different, it's but it, different. but it yeah. taught me in that moment to manage when I am presenting a balance between my resting face that is very, st- very, you know, it's very, I'm going to say stern, um, stern, professional, um, you know, focus, serious, um, and somewhere in between lightening the moment or just managing. So I learn in that moment to do both, yes. but my resting face is not smiling. And I don't know that, I don't believe that women, that we can have a resting, smiling, happy face when Bob John 
and Dave don't have to because it says something different about us. It does. It um, so yeah. So I just I just think it's a happy balance of of that. I'm and, say, and I think it could work against. I think it could work against you when you when it's all smiles. It can work against. Yeah, like if I'm just all smiles in this meeting all the time, you're not taking serious. It's the back and forth. Yeah. Do I smile? Do I not? Do yeah. I not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 but I'm not going to say stern. I'm going to say focused. We're going to focus. You know what? Not thank stern. you for that. Focus. I was. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I was looking for the word. I was looking for it. Now, focus. can I tell you the driven. other thing? Driven, driven. The other thing, the other part of me is I could even challenge my own thought. Like, well, D, why, why can't we smile the whole time? Why is it that the the, the benchmark is Bob and John and Dave. No, maybe the norm is, no, we smile and let them come up yeah. to where we are. No, tell yeah. Bob and John and Dave to smile because the new standard is smiling. Okay. Okay. Because guess what? Stern face is canceled because it, it could be that, but you see how even in this, this sort of uh, teasing this out and unpacking this idea about likability and smiling, yes. we're still centering around um, majority population in the majority. workplace being male, right? We're centering on that. We're saying, well, he's not, he doesn't have to smile. Well, no, we're going to smile. We're going to smile. And actually you should still take us seriously. No, and I'm going to smile. And what you're not going to do is reduce me because I am smiling because that's the new standard. So if we all sort of, I did this that. just hit a light bulb for you, right? That's great. New standard. Let me tell you, I had an old boss who said to me in the most loving way, when she smiles, she growls. <laughs> no. That when I smiled, he knew. Great boss. Good boss. But that was just funny because it's true, right? I would just smile and listen and then be like, well, this is my actual feedback. Uh, can we bring in the allies who are listening, D, and the work you do come to on. and engage? Because yeah, come on. let me just, to the allies, if you're listening to this conversation... And do you think that D and Mita that you work with aren't likable? What is it? Facts versus feelings. What have they done to make themselves unlikable? Is there evidence? Is there something that happened? They yelled at you in a meeting. God forbid I had a boss who threw something at me once. That's a podcast episode for another time. But like they did something that really made them unlikable, right? Like something that you're like, yeah. I don't like this person because of the way yeah. they treated me. And then separate, as Dio always says, the facts and the feelings. Because mm -hmm. what is the feeling of D seems overly focused. She's not smiling. Mita's smiling mm -hmm. too much. I can't take her seriously. They never participate in the after-hour activities. I don't see them making an extra effort during lunch. You know, what is, what is all this? They're not participating. Yeah. I once got feedback. I wasn't participating in the March Madness draft. I don't even understand still what March Madness <laughs> is and how it works. I won't have the energy to upskill myself. I don't care. I have other things. I'm happy if March Madness is your thing, but don't force me to participate in March Madness. It's madness. It's madness. I knew it. It's madness. <laughs> what? Yep. That's good. No. No, I want to save good. my $20 for Starbucks. I'm not, I don't even know how to pick these teams. I, I one time was forced to do it and I did it. But the other time I was, got a lot of feet like, well, you're not, you're not being a team player. Like, why aren't you participating? I'm like, why do I have to participate? I don't understand. Right. Because now not being likable turns into not engaged. And now that translates to your performance appraisal. 
Do you see? Yes. That's a tangible. That's a tangible. That's a tangible. So allies, right. Likeability is translates to, because by the second and the third person who hear, well, you know, not liking, but she, and, and then she's not engaged. And so she's not, therefore she doesn't have the executive presence. And then therefore she's not ready for the job. Do you, oh, did I say something or is that all happened for me not participating in March madness? I don't get the promotion, but which is madness. And she's not ready because she's didn't participate in March madness, which, because that meant she's not likable because she's not engaged because likability is like, you know, you like people who lean in, right. And who you can connect to, you like them engage. Okay. There you go. We just broke this all the way down. You did. Here's my challenge to allies. D in your mind is unlikable. Go get to know D. Make the effort. Turn that story around in your head so that you can turn it around when you're actually sharing what you think about D in a talent meeting. Right? Right. That's That's the difference. Because then when you see D's resting face, you won't mm-hmm. think of it as stern. You'll say, no, D's focused. D's not unhappy. Mm-hmm. D's not mad. D's not angry. D's not disengaged. D is focused. That's right. That's, who that's, we, right. that's what we need you to do and how you show up in rooms for us. Because what you said is so powerful. Go back and rewind, allies, what she just said, which is the fact that the likability, you just, you just hold the thread all the way through. The likability... Joking, not joking, me deciding not to participate in March Madness or other things happening in the office ends up being the reason why I ultimately don't get promoted. All those things along the way. Mm-hmm. Pull the thread. And that's the reason why our counterparts got promoted because she participated in March Madness. She's deemed more likable, more likable, more engaged. She's leadership material. And I'm going to pull the thread the opposite side of this. It's the the likability um, or dislike, let's just say, it comes from unknown and discomfort. Hmm. Unknown and discomfort. You don't know D well. At, and because you don't know her well, uh, there's a bit of discomfort. And that is the other side of that likability coin, hmm. right? That's the other side of it. The other side, is, there's two sides to the likability. The one is yes. likability engaged uh right no no low executive presence or eq and so she's not ready not ready and they're not going to say all that but the other side of the coin is i don't like d because um i feel uncomfortable there's a discomfort and the discomfort is because it's an unknown and it's typically going to be unknown uh and discomfort if i'm not in the like group if i'm not in the majority so if there's majority populations for allies if you are in the majority and i am not then that's that other side of the coin you're feeling some kind of way you're feeling some kind of way you're not really used to it so i'm listen friend take take us home what what are we doing now let's go Okay, D, that was a hot episode. I feel like we could talk about this for another hour, but we are coming mm-hmm. close to time. And D, you know what I think? These tips are for the allies. Thank you, allies, for joining us at the Brown Table Talk. And as D said, we know you're here to do better and be better. So these tips are for you. D, take us to one and two. 
All right. I'm going to share one and two here and I will share also on roundtabletalkpodcast.com. Number one, sort feelings versus facts. So Mm -hmm. think about what are the facts behind your assumption or your, um, I would say, feedback, not likable. So again, sort your feelings from facts. Is there a reason behind this uh, not being likable label? Number two is watch for the thread. And again, the thread is how likability or not being likable translates to not being engaged, which translates to no or low executive presence, which then translates to not being ready or a negative performance review. Watch for the thread and push back. That is the way that you as an ally can have greater impact. And Mita, let's go over to you for number three. I'm not participating in March Madness. No, 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 that's it. That's it. That's the tip. Listen, allies, because I don't participate in March Madness, because I don't want to do the softball league or kickball or go to the happy hour after work, doesn't mean I'm not interested in building relationships with my team members. It just means I may have different priorities or those are activities that I don't find inclusive. So that should not deem my likability. And with that, today's conversation, please share it with someone who needs to hear it. Follow us on Apple and Spotify. We appreciate your reviews. We appreciate you subscribing and we will see you next time. Side effects of listening to Brown Table Talk may include allies unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of badassery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalk.com podcast.com.